rising of the sun, even to the going down. My name is great among the Gentiles, and in every place there is sacrifice, and there is offered to my name a clean oblation, for my name is great among the Gentiles, save the Lord of hosts.
Dear friends, welcome today on this Passion Sunday here at the provincial headquarters of the Institute of Christ the King in the United States. After Mass today, the priest will offer the blessing with the relic of the true cross, along with the prayers from the traditional ritual, prayers for health and spiritual protection in times of pandemic. And we also add special colleague secret and post-communion today, again, for the times of pestilence. For the full schedule of live streamed masses and liturgies for Palm Sunday and Holy Week, please check our website and social media in the upcoming days. Again, you can find us at institute-christ-king.org or on social media at ICKSP, Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest, ICKSP. We are working out the details of the Holy Week schedule, and we will be posting this schedule very soon. Please also note that on our website, you can see uh, links to sermons and spiritual talks, uh, both videos and also podcasts as well. So once again, please visit our website for abundant spiritual food during this Passion Tide. We also thank you very much for the generosity of your support during this time. We are so grateful for your donations, which help to keep us going um, in these moments. Also, we deeply appreciate all of your prayers, all of your encouraging messages that we have received. May God bless you and reward you for your charity. Please also note we have received many prayer intentions um, online during this time. Please know that we are praying for each and every one of you, dear friends, and all of your intentions right here at the holy at this holy altar not only for Holy Mass, but also for daily benediction of the Blessed Sacrament and for the daily offices which are sung here and which you can participate um, in online. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. As we look around the chapel this morning, 
we ask ourselves, why do we have these violet veils? Why do we veil the images during these two weeks of Passiontide? Hiding the statue seems strange to us, human beings, perhaps because we are often afraid of being ignored and overlooked. We do not want to go by unseen and unnoticed, especially in today's world of social media and commercial competition. But our Divine Savior, He did not fear to remain hidden for most of His life. Hidden with the animals in the obscurity of the Bethlehem manger. Hidden among strangers in that land of exile in Egypt. Hidden for nearly 30, 30 years in the workshop of Nazareth. Sometimes Jesus has to hide himself out of necessity from his enemies, such as at the end of today's gospel, because the hour of his passion had not yet come. But usually, Jesus freely chooses to go off and to hide in solitude, to escape the recognition of the world, such as after the miracle of the loaves and the fish. If you remember from Last Sunday's Gospel, Jesus went out and hid. He hid himself from the eyes of the world in order to teach us a valuable lesson, that popularity is short-lived and fame can mislead into corruption. So we must also remain hidden with Christ so that like him, we can better avoid vanity and focus on eternity. Covering the statues is also a liturgical way of fasting. It's a kind of fasting for our eyes. It's a sacrifice to be deprived of these consoling images of beauty. And veiling the statues also reminds us of how we should live our Lenten observance in a hidden way. As we fast and pray, as we give alms during Lent, we should do so in order to be seen only by God and not by men. To be hidden in this way is to be humble and not hypocritical. Notice how the life of our Lord is hidden, but it is not secret. Jesus always speaks openly in the temple before crowds of people. As our Lord himself attested publicly when he was on trial before the judges and the high priests. Jesus often hid his person, but he did not hide his message of salvation. Jesus even told his disciples not to hide the lights of their good works under the bushel basket, but rather to let that light shine before men so that they may glorify the Father who is in heaven. The gospel is not secret knowledge as the heretical Gnostics deluded themselves into thinking in the first centuries. But on the contrary, Holy Mother Church has always openly given Christ to the world in the, the teaching and the sacraments. 
Just look at the architecture of a church building. It is the structure which has the largest and the most decorative windows. When many people could not read, the church made the Bible accessible to people by telling the stories in beautiful stained glass windows so that everyone would know the message of Christ. Throughout so many centuries, Holy Mother, Mother Church has shown Christ to all the world. And everyone who attends a university or has to go to a hospital or goes to an orphanage for some sort of care receives the fruits of the church showing Christ to all the world. So while the person of Jesus is most often hidden, there was one time when he shows himself to all the world. And that is when he is lifted up to suffer and to die upon the cross. Jesus himself predicted that when he said, when I will be lifted up, I will draw all things to myself. Our suffering Jesus allows himself to be lifted up high upon the cross and thus to be exposed to evildoers because he wants to show us just how much he really loves us. His sacred heart is pierced with a lance. He seeks to draw and to attract our hearts to love him. He wants to move our sinful hearts to confession and to repentance. And this is why in the liturgy of Good Friday, the cross which is currently veiled, that cross will be unveiled by the priest in a special ceremony. And he will hold that cross high, chanting the Ecce Linium, holding the cross high so that all the world can look upon the crucified image of the Son of God made man for our salvation. And in that moment, we will pray special collects for each and every type of person throughout the world. Again, because Christ died for all, and a Good Friday, all look to the cross as their only hope and salvation. So, we can readily understand why Jesus hides himself from the popularity of the world, but it's more difficult to comprehend why he sometimes hides himself from his own disciples. The apostles on the lake in the boat, Mary Magdalene at the tomb, the disciples of Emmaus, all did not recognize our Lord at first, as if a veil was hiding his true self from their sight. Of course, Jesus hides himself not to frustrate nor to avoid his disciples, no. But Jesus is cultivating in their hearts a greater desire to see him, a greater resolve to look for him. So like the disciples, we may sometimes feel as though our Lord is hiding from us. Our prayers seem to go unanswered. Life just doesn't make sense. And Jesus is nowhere to be seen. At times we are tempted to give up and to stop looking for Jesus. Temptation which many saints have faced before us.
But if the Lord seems hidden or distant from us, he is actually enticing us to search for him more fervently. And by this searching, we will grow in faith and love in that searching process. St. Augustine speaks very clearly about this. He says, The entire life of a good Christian is, in fact, an exercise of holy desire. You do not see, yet, what you are looking for. But the very act of desiring prepares you, so that when God comes, you may see and be utterly and fully satisfied. Thank you, St. Augustine. So, dear friends, the obscurity and the hiddenness of the Lord should never discourage us. Rather, it is a spiritual exercise, a spiritual exercise which should inflame our desire to see Him all the more. This is the way of faith. This is the way by which love is proven, by which love is inflamed. This is the way symbolized by veiling the statues during this Passion time. The greatest sadness comes not from the difficulty in finding the Lord, but the greatest sadness comes from the refusal to seek Him at all. And so, valuing the statues reminds us that we grow spiritually by this searching exercise, seeking God more and more. But in the same way, we also grow holy by conforming ourselves to the hidden purposes of the mysterious plan of God for our lives. And that's why in these difficult times today, God is trying to get our attention. God wants us to seek Him out all the more. God desires our repentance and our contrition for our sins. God wants us to pray more in our homes and families, to reach out to others with works of charity, works of mercy. Now is the time for us to accept our human limitations. Now is the time for us to be purified of our human pride so that we can learn to, to lean and to rely upon God. Now is the time for spiritual exercise. We must do more spiritual weightlifting at home, more rosaries, more reading scripture and the lives of saints more prayer with one another. More couples should be praying together out loud. More families reciting their prayers together before the enthroned image of our Lord's Sacred Heart. Our Lord's Sacred Heart, which becomes, in that picture on the wall or in that statue, it becomes like the tabernacle of the home. It's time for us now to make more spiritual communions. We all have the responsibility to sanctify this and every Sunday in our homes and families so that these spiritual exercises will make our souls 
stronger and more healthy and fit. So God's plan is hidden from us now. But make no mistake that in heaven, in heaven we will really see how much God so greatly values all of our prayers and efforts and sacrifices at this present hour. So dear friends, value the images reminds us today that the hidden ways of providence contain a wisdom which far surpasses our limited human understanding. That's why Jesus gave us a spiritual translator. As our Lord lay dying upon the cross, he gave us Mary, our mother. If we trust and if we pray to Mary in every rosary, she will help us to embrace the will of God. She will be our spiritual interpreter as only a mother can. In each rosary, in every decade, Mary will help us to decipher gradually over time the hidden wisdom and the love which God has for us. One rosary beat at a time. Mary will help us renew our faith. She will help us to have a deeper trust that God will lead us through our own stations of the cross at this moment until he brings us to that Easter of our own resurrection. So just as all the veils will be removed at the Easter Vigil Liturgy, so also will the time come for us one day when the veil of this earthly life will be lifted. And if we have lived and persevered in living these hidden lives with Jesus here in this world, that we will come face to face in heaven with the Jesus who loves us more than we could possibly imagine. To him be all glory, laud, and honor forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.
Dominus Abis, et cum spiritu tu, Ademus, arresto nobis Domine Deus nascet, et quos tuis misteris recreasti, perpetuis defende subsidis, per Dominum nostrum Iesum Christo Filium Tuum, qui te convivit et peniat, in unitate Spiritus Sancti Deus, per omnia secula secula. Amen. Oremus, et saudinos Deus salutaris nascet, et populum tom abiera condietu et terroribus liberum, et misericordie tui, Fac largitate securum, et dominum nostrum Iesum Christo Filium Tuum, qui te convivit et regnat in unitate Spiritus Sancti Deus, per omnia secula secula. Amen. Dominus Abis, Et cum spiritu tu. Benedicamus Spiritus Sanctus.
secundum peccato nostra facies nobis. Neque secundum iniquitates nostras retribuas nobis. Adjuvanos Deus salutaris nostem. Et propter gloriam nominis tui, Domine, libera nos. Domine, nemem indinis iniquitatum nostrarum antiquarum. Cito anticipent nos misericordiae tuae, quia pauperes factissimus nimis. Ora pro nobis Sancti Sebastiani. Udini efficiamo promissionibus Christi. Domine exaudio ratione mea. Eclamo meus alte veniat. Dominus vobiscum. Ecum spiritu tuo. Oremus exaudinos Deus salutaris nostre. Et intercedente beate gloriosa Dei Genetrice Maria, Semper Virgine Epato, Epiato Sebastiano Martire Tuo, et omnibus sanctis populum Tuum abiracundie Tue terroribus libera, et misericordie Tue fac marcitati securum. Propiziare Domini supplicationibus nostris, et animarum et corporum medere languoribus, ut remissione percepta, et Tua semper benedictione letemu. Da nobis quesumus Domini pie petitionis effectum, e pestilentia mortalitatemque propitiatus averti, ut mortalim corda coniuscant, et te indignanti talia fregera prodiri, et te miseranti cessari. Per Dominum nostrum, Iesum Christum, Filium tuum, qui te convivit et regnat in unitati Spiritus Sancti Deus, per omnia secula seculorum. Amen. Benedictio de Omnipotentis, Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti, descendat super vos, et Maria Semper. Amen.